This is Flipping the Script Podcast, the soon-to-be number one leadership podcast for purpose-driven leaders and great guest experts who give us a unique insight into what leadership looks like behind the scenes. I'm Shalia Stafford, your host, and I'm committed to helping you lead your challenges using leadership strategies to gain new perspectives, fuel your growth, and transform the way you execute on your success. Welcome to the first official episode of Flipping the Script, Leadership Behind the Scenes. I am so excited to finally launch this podcast with all of its imperfect parts included because leadership matters and it's been personal for me, not just because it's helped me grow in my profession, but because it's helped me break the boundaries of adversity, climb the corporate ladder and launch into entrepreneurship while raising my children and leading in my marriage and serving throughout my community. And I've discovered just how impactful it can be to help us connect us to our purpose and stay engaged in leading our challenges with the people all around us because this is not a journey traveled alone. And I'm committed to connecting you to the organizations and the tools and strategies that are going to help you evolve and more importantly, challenge your leadership. So we're looking at organizations who are creating the environment for their people to fail, learn, and succeed. The mentors who are using their gifts and talents to challenge and support the people all around them to play big in the world. And the subject matter experts who have dedicated their life to researching, creating, and evolving the strategies and tools that we use to succeed, not just in the marketplace, but in life. We're going to dig into all the parts that help us evolve our leadership. And let me be clear, when I say leadership, I mean your life, because your leadership is beyond your career, but it starts before your career and it evolves during your career. And I say during your career because this is a time frame where we're really starting to understand who we are through the exposure of new challenges and situations and people. You see, when we come into the working force, there isn't a class that helps us evaluate where our leadership is based on our story and our bigger picture and how we want to connect our challenges to engage our purpose through every task that we complete and how we show up in the world with others. We're kind of left to figure that part out as we encounter new challenges. And so we're navigating growing our careers and proving our skill set that we just gained so that we can receive the titles, the accolades, and the pay, and what that first season of your career looks like, perhaps the first five or 10 years, if not sooner. But nonetheless, there isn't a class on how to navigate your leadership when you begin in corporate politics. And if you don't happen to get into a leadership role where there is a significant investment and how you learn to operate under the foundation of a leader and how to communicate and evaluate yourself and deal with conflict and come with strategy and vision, then you're kind of left to figure this out on your own if you have the time to dig through all of the literature and resources out there. And for most of us, we don't have that time. And our leadership abilities shouldn't be confined to our role and our time. Because at the end of the day, We all study and evolve our skill set so that we can make a difference in the world. Evolving your leadership and learning how to lead your challenges and having the same access to the tools and strategies that the best are using shouldn't be so complicated. So we're going to make that a little bit more easier for your journey. And we're going to explore many of the different strategies and tools that are out there and connect them back to how you're showing up every day at work. 
and in your personal life. We know that there is a guarantee that you will face challenges throughout your career. And it just so happens that some of the most foundational leadership strategies and tools that are out there are not just the ones that you use and apply in your career. They're the kind that steep into every critical part of your life and can either make a positive or negative impact. Because at the end of the day, you are leading. Let's get this one out the way. Regardless of your title, your pay, your experiences, or any challenges that you're facing in life, you are a leader. And today you are choosing how you lead your life. Whether you are leading strategically in purpose or in a healthy manner, that can be debated, but not the fact that you're a leader. Regardless of where you are in the largest time span of where we will spend our lives, and that's the 47 years that we spend investing into our career, we cannot forget how critical it is to invest in our own leadership. Because through the involvement of our leadership, we evolve everyone around us. So the question then becomes, do you have the tools and strategies to lead your success? Or better yet said, our success comes from how we lead our challenges. And it is guaranteed that you will face challenges throughout your career and the evolving seasons of your life. And we want to make that journey for you a bit easier. Because we know that leading your life in a healthy way is tough. Balancing the intention and the impact of our careers, relationships, and parenting, while also staying connected with ourselves, can feel overwhelming and sometimes impossible. But you're not alone. Every leader worth following has rumbled with this in their journey. And we're going to get real and go deep about the topics that matter and how it looks to really navigate the complexities of success by leading our challenges. In the next 10 minutes, I'd like to give you a little bit of backgrounder into what has molded my leadership and why it's so personal to me. Before we get into the backgrounder of how it all started, I'd like to share a little bit about where I am today. My husband and I live in Georgia with our two boys. I have a 12-year-old who is a unicorn of a child and a 5-year-old who can sometimes feel like he's stuck in an 80-year-old bitter man's body but he has the biggest heart in the world. And you know what? At the end of the day, that's the reality of parenting. Our children are not always balls of sunshine. In addition to our children, we do have some fur babies. We have two dogs and three cats. And I know what you're thinking, and you're right. We need the bird to complete the zoo. Okay, so let me give you an idea of the type of family that we are. We're the type of family that has been filmed, and we actually may be on YouTube. Who knows? Because we were running after a getaway golf cart at the hands of my three-year-old son. No babies were harmed during the situation. And we were attempting to stop it before it ran into some bushes. I'd like to go ahead and get this one out the way. You're going to hear me say y'all ain't and fixin' a lot, which I just recently learned wasn't a word. It's who I am and it's integrated in how I show up. And I don't try to hide those parts of me. I'm a speaker, entrepreneur, and soon-to-be author with over 11 years of sales leadership experience where I've had the opportunity to position organizations for growth through their most significant assets, their people. Throughout the beginning stages of my career, I've been blessed to have had the opportunities to receive the accolades, the title, and the pay. But before I was leading with the official title, I was leading through some of the most difficult moments of my life. What you are about to hear stems from a generational cycle of poverty, childhood emotional neglect, and fixed mindsets that led to the style of unhealthy leadership that gave me my first experiences with adversity. And here's the thing, while adversity is brutal, it's also a teacher. And for me, it was my first form of education, and it taught me lessons that I will never forget. 
It taught me about the fragility of human life and about leadership and why it matters beyond your career. So you see, my parents didn't have the tools and strategies to lead a healthy family or themselves. So they couldn't give to their children what they didn't have. And unfortunately, the lack of tools and strategies and awareness led up to my first experience with adversity. And that was when I was eight years old and I witnessed my drug addicted father attempt to murder my mother in front of me. And I had to make the call that would go on to incarcerate him and would begin our journey with a single mother of five children. You see, things were difficult for us, and this was a tipping point of many other events that happened, including a SWAT team busting down the doors of our house and rushing my mother out of the shower without a towel and pointing guns at the children. And as you can imagine, we were terrified and trying to make sense of our world, and this was only through elementary, the the beginning formative time of my years. I made a choice at the age of eight that I would not allow our pain to be in vain that we were not going to be another statistic and our story wasn't going to end here. And in order for me to survive what was happening around me, I would have to choose to view and filter life differently. And with that, I had to detach from the expectations that I had of my parents as my mother and father and instead understand what molded their journey that's led up to them creating the actions and led to some tough moments for us. And then it sparked my curiosity like never before. So if their experiences could mold who they were and how they chose to define what they meant and what they didn't mean based on knowledge that they did or didn't have, then that meant my story was unfolding right before me and I had a choice to make. I had to choose how I defined what this meant. But I also understood that I was missing a lot of tools here, and I had to connect the dots on what I didn't understand about a healthy upbringing and how it plays into how we become healthy adults. So at this very moment, I came to the understanding that my experience bank and the experience bank of our family was very low because for so long, the method of resolving issues came down to suppressing them and not wanting to fill the moments that we didn't like or understand or explore what was missing and notice what was happening within us to really create a difference. So then I wanted to do the exact extreme opposite. I said that every experience that was going to serve my growth, I was going to take it so that I could one day create and understand the bigger lessons that play into having the courage to face our fears and overcoming just our own selves more than anything and the noise outside of us. And I was on this mission to find everything that I could about human potential. And I'm talking about the things that, you know, make you turn red and get your heart thumping. And typically we don't raise our hands for it. I wanted that. I wanted that more than anything. And I wanted to build my resiliency so that I could have the wisdom to take on this commitment that I had made to myself to change the generational cycles so that I could be the one that the kids coming after me could say, tried things, have evolved through things, and have given back through those lessons. And I knew that this was going to be a lifelong journey. This is not something that I was going to accomplish overnight. And that perhaps I wouldn't get to experience the firsthand effects of it all in my lifetime. But the goal was for those coming after me and the people that they would impact throughout their lives. And it was game on for me. I'm the middle child of five children. My oldest sister 
left the house when she was young after getting pregnant at 16 to go raise her baby. And my brother, who was 14, got caught up with the wrong crowd and was put in jail, and he's still incarcerated to this day. I was seeing the people all around me suffer, and I didn't want to see them suffer. But if they were going to suffer, if they were going to feel the heartaches, then I wanted to provide some meaning to that suffering in any way that I could. And so I began working at 12 to help my mom support the family. And we got close to the point where we almost lost our house to foreclosure. And in order to save it, my mother gave it up as a rental and went to move into a one bedroom, but couldn't take us all with her. So she gave me up to my grandmother. And in the time that I lived with my grandmother, I have some of the most fondest memories of my life. And without even knowing, she gave me life just through inspiring me to see beyond the timeline that I was living in. While it was hard to grasp what she was telling me then, I can now look back and thank her for what she did. She fed me three times a day. She told me to go play outside, and she allowed me the opportunity to experience what it was like to have my first positive relationship. Never would I have imagined what was going to happen in the years to follow would be a part of her journey and my story. You see, my grandmother had a different fate than that of my mother's. She was violently murdered in a hate crime in the very house that I grew up with her in, and I lost her at an early age, and it rocked my world. And the meaning of life and how fragile it is and how much time we have or don't and why it's important to live connected and in purpose while we do have it became even more surreal. In the years before her passing, when I finally did move back in with my mother after we reclaimed our home, the pressure of the world and the cycle eventually caught up to me as well. I was trying to find meaning to life in destructive ways and wasn't making the best of choices either. And my world was flipped upside down when at 15 years old, I learned that I was pregnant and I was terrified. How would I do anything now without any job, without any skill set, with no education and a baby on the way? I didn't know what I was going to do, nor did I know how I was going to do it. But I know that I was determined to figure it out because I did not want my son to be a statistic and he was going to experience what it meant to have self-aware, conscious, and a healthy form of parenting. And I only need to do what I've always done is continue to try to put one foot in front of the other or in the words of Dory, just keep swimming. And while it was a frustrating process to figure out the next steps, I eventually did. And I went on to become the first in my family to graduate high school, college, and have a professional career. Through the dedication of leading beyond the title, by 18, I was leading a half a million dollar medical practice and a team across multiple cities. And by 23, I jumped into the pharmaceutical industry where I was leading high-performing teams across the nation and climbing the corporate ladder. I went on to work with some of the best organizations, including an international pharmaceutical consulting sales firm. And I was blessed throughout my career that I always got to be part of great organizations and even better leaders who challenged and supported my comfort zone and my future. I finally took one of the biggest leaps of faith that I could possibly take and that challenged and pushed my own boundaries. And I've quit my six-figure job and left a secure path for the unknown. And one thing I want to point out, while I loved my career and the people in it, it was never perfect. It was far from that. 
There were many challenging moments, and I made plenty of mistakes as well. But nonetheless, I took the sacrifices and the challenges to harness my growth and connect it to my bigger picture. And in full transparency, the idea of starting a business terrified me because it felt like I would be starting over. But the fear greater than that was knowing that I wasn't going to live life to my fullest potential and that I didn't want to live life to the definition of someone else's fear, fear of failure, fear of rejection, because I'm all for that. Going back to the basis of where this all started, if this experience is going to serve my growth, then I know it's something that I need to do. Because when I'm feeling those moments, those heart thumping moments, and my hands are getting sweaty, and I'm fumbling through my words, then I know I'm growing. Or at least I know I'm getting the data to notice what I need to do to evolve on a certain strength or gap that I may have. The curveballs that life threw my way challenged me to step into my leadership and explore all the tools and the strategies that I needed to flip the script on my story. But it had to start with me. And my leadership would go on to fuel my career, my children, my marriage, and the people all around me. And I can't wait to connect you to the organizations, leaders, and subject matter experts who will do the same for you throughout your leadership journey. Let's connect on social media and continue the conversation. You can find me at Go Flip the Script on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Let me know what's on your mind when it comes to leadership in life because it's integrated. Who are the leading experts that you're curious to hear more from? And what are the pressing topics when it comes to leadership that you want to dig into some more? I can't wait to hear from you. And until our next episode, I challenge you to lead inspired. If you found even the smallest nugget of wisdom in this episode, share it with a friend and your friend will thank you. Let's continue the conversation with like-minded leaders and join us on Facebook at Go Flip the Script. Until next time, I challenge you to incorporate what you learned today to evolve your leadership impact.